Hey everyone, welcome to the Leadership Locker. My name is Rich Cardona and on this podcast, we dig through the lessons of today's most exceptional leaders to help you break through your barriers. If you're trying to progress your career, if you are trying to accelerate your entrepreneurial journey, which I know you all are, if you're looking to have a smoother transition out of the military because it is incredibly difficult, then you're in the right place. My guests and I are going to give you the tools and the resources to accelerate your curve, help you surge and just crush it. So here we go. Claude Silver is not only a dear friend, but she is a chief heart officer at VaynerMedia. This position was created for her as she was literally decided to leave the company until, of course, the most emotionally intelligent human being there is, Gary V, asked her what she wanted and realized that she couldn't leave. She said she wanted to talk to people all day, so she became a chief heart officer You don't know any other chief heart officers because they don't exist. And when she means she wanted to talk to people all day, she actually meant she wanted to listen to people all day. She wanted to create a very specific type of culture. She wanted to make the place a safe place for everyone, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, like we all know the chief heart officer role if we know or seen of Claude. But what you don't know is if you become close to her, if you are invited to go visit with her and talk, that you will probably discover one of the most heartfelt, altruistic, caring personalities there are that are in an influential role and space. And I am so glad to call Claude a very dear friend, someone who helped me to arrive where I am today. And her newest project, the ing.com, talks about many of life's unpleasant things that take place, whether it's sexual abuse, domestic emotional abuse, all different types of factors that we've endured. The ing.com is her newest project with her friend, Glo Gambino. And it's the ing.com because she's recovering. No one's ever going to be recovered. We are all dealing with all these things and it's just a process of life. So I wanted to take the opportunity not only to sit down with her and revisit her after my first year of ever meeting her face to face, but also to shed light on some of the relationships between domestic abuse in general and in the United States military. Here we go. I think I texted you we were going to talk about alcohol abuse, but I actually want to start with you and ing.com, right? My friend Glo Gambino and I started a website called the ING, and it is a website for anyone that is healing, surviving, recovering from domestic abuse, emotional abuse types of situations or lives. And we each have our stories out there, what we call our testimonials, and then it's a place we're going to officially launch in October, which is National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. And that's when we're going to officially launch, where people will be able to upload their own stories, videos, whatever, audio, drawings. And then we're going to partner with some of the alliances out there that are helping people who are struggling, recovering, surviving, thriving. It's called the ING because mm-hmm. that's what we do. Yeah. We don't just, re- I'm not recovered. There's not like a day that's going to go by that I'm going to be like, oh yeah, that fucking never happened to me. I don't feel like I'm recovering. You know, the addict out there, the, you know, whatever they're going through, they are recovering. The day we start to 
think now I'm, I'm a positive thinker. So I want to be like, oh yeah, that person's recovered. Alcoholism and drug abuse are diseases. And I'm convinced of that because I've lived through some of it and I've watched a lot of people survive and I've watched very good friends and family members die. So I think it's a lifelong journey. I don't disagree at all. And I want to talk now then. You see it, I see it. You could be the highest paid player in the NFL or anything like that and you could still be completely vulnerable to domestic abuse or, you know, some stupid hotel camera getting you doing something ridiculous. Who knows? Now in the military, obviously very male-dominated place, and you could be a military spouse, you could be a man or a woman as a military spouse, but I would say from what I've noticed, and I want to get your take, is that the person serving almost is the lead of the relationship. Everything falls on them because they technically belong to the government. They might have to go to deploy. They can't say, I'm not staying late tonight. It's not like that. So with that comes, I think, frustration on service members' part. Like, okay, I, I can't give you what you need. Like, fuck, I got to deal with all this other stuff. Like, the needs come last and last. So... In these situations where the spouse starts to feel like, dude, what am I doing here? Like, I'm just, they're dependents. And that word sucks, but they're dependent, right? Like, okay, we have a house because my husband, he gets a housing allowance because we're married and all this other stuff. But how do you identify spots where you're getting to a bad place? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I as sure far do. as your psyche. Yeah. Well, I think in a situation like that, there's an obvious power dynamic. Yes. And power can harm if it's not carefully managed and identified. And I think that where you have a difference of power or power dynamic, there's a real opportunity for codependency to sink in. And I think that codependency, when left out to roam, can really be a killer. And codependency are things like, if only I did this, he would love me. If I only cleaned the house, I wouldn't get hit. If only I was prettier or thinner, that person wouldn't cheat. If only, if only, if only, if only, if only. And so what does the if only do? The if only makes you change, makes you do something that's not maybe in your nature, makes you, you know, what, what? if only I was thinner, I don't know, maybe go starve. To try to please this person that is either withholding super frustrated and, you know, in it from their job, power dynamic, whatever it is. So you got to try to identify those things. And I know that there's a ton of people out there that can identify those things because I was one of those people. I just didn't do anything about it until I left both situations. So I don't even know what to say. Like, What if you realize I'm changing as a person? I have all these if-only scenarios in my head, and now I'm at the point where I'm just like, things will change. What do you say to the people? How should they explore that? Whether things need to change, the person on the other side needs to change, or they need to change. All right, so this is the thing with codependency. <laughs> it took me a long time to, to really get, and that's why there's something called the serenity prayer out there. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Well, what can you not change? Anyone else. The courage to change the things I can. What can I change? Only me, only my circumstances. And the wisdom to know the difference between what I cannot change and what I can't change.
get that equation right and you will set yourself free. Get that equation wrong and you will imprison yourself. So how do you, in your mind, if you're in a situation where there might be a power dynamic in the relationship, how do you convince yourself that you are worth it to do whatever it is that you have to do to take care of you and maybe take care of you and the baby or whatever it is. Like that first step is clearly the hardest, right? How do you get there? How do you practice to get there? Yeah. Well, if you don't have it inside, let's hope to God that you have enough of a support system that can remind you how worthy you are, how important you are, how wonderful you are, how deserving you are, how loving you are. But like, I am worthy of love. I am worthy to be in a healthy relationship. I belong. I am enough. These are the types of things that you either need to be saying to yourself or you want to be around people that can say those types of things. Mm -hmm. Because that type of bad relationship will strip away your sense of self-worth, which is your confidence. Mm -hmm. And without confidence, you're already an underdog. Without confidence, you might as well just like leave the dog park. You know, that's a good one, but it's true. So it's tough. It's really tough because I think those of us that are, have been in these situations find ourselves to become shadows of ourselves. And I've used that word. I'm a shell of myself. I'm a shadow of myself. These are things I used to say. But only I could leave. Yeah, my family, my brother, my nana, my friends, they all told me. Mm-hmm. And it pained me to see the pain in their eyes. But it wasn't until I could do it. In the military, if you want to talk about these things, the second it gets to someone in a chain of command or victim advocate or anything like that, like it's red alerts everywhere. That is enough for people not to say shit yeah. because it's going to draw a ton of attention to your family now. And nine times out of 10, that service member whether they're ignorant of their behavior or maybe it's purposeful, whatever it is, they're going to get called into someone's office. There's going to be a couple people in there. And easily, because of just the way the military works, people are going to know sooner than later. Yeah, That is enough for someone in the position to be like, fuck that. I'm not going to do that to him or her. What's on the other side of that fear, you know, by actually taking care of yourself? Like, what's on the other side that people can't see? I mean, it's lame to say freedom, But that is what's on the other side. It's just that freedom looks and tastes differently to every single person. Because freedom also means you have to start again. Or freedom means you got to go live with your parents. Or freedom means so forth and so on. Your sister takes care of a baby. I don't know, but everyone's got different circumstances. But freedom means that you never, ever, 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 ever have to feel that low and that close to death, the death of your soul. Mm. You've got to get to that place. Only you can do it. I, I mean, I, you know, only you can do it. But the system is so rigged, especially in that system, and forgive me, I've never been in the military, but just like knowing enough about life, that there's so much power already. So what happens when that service person leaves that disciplinary meeting? Oh, they go home and they hit their spouse. They go home and they drink. They go home and they do this, that. I'll tell you exactly what happens. Unless they leave that meeting and they go get treatment. Mm -hmm. Boom, immediately. Immediately. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. 
Because that gap of time is where the injury will really happen again. Once they're found out, unless they have enough of their shit together, or they can raise their hand and say, yes, I have a problem, that's when the danger really happens. It's called retaliation. So, Claude, you and I are together. I'm a shitty husband to you. You're sick of it. You talk to the command about it, and you're suggesting we go to counseling. I'm like, fuck that. We don't need counseling. Like, we can figure this out. Tell me why that doesn't work. First of all, you're saying that because you're a person of power or you don't want to be intimidated, but you have a uniform and all that crap. You don't get to that situation where you're pulled into a disciplinary action because you can figure it out. <laughs> that's too late, right? I mean, that's just, I'm sorry, that train left the station a long time ago. You don't get pulled into that disciplinary action because two years prior, you sit down with your spouse and you go, this isn't working out, we need to go talk to someone. That's what being a real leader is about. A leader in your family, a leader as a human being, that's what it's about. But it's a little bit too late, unless you have the self-awareness to be like, yeah, that's it, sir, I am messed up and I need to get help. And you know, your spouse is willing to get help with you. I really love that. I want to ask you this. It's super easy for you to sit here and tell me the red flags that someone on the receiving end of the abuse, and there's various, I mean, it could be financial. It could be so benign, right? But the perpetrator, if I want to be a good leader, like you said, which, you know, leadership development to me is everything, and, and Marine Corps and all the, all the military takes leadership very seriously. If I want to be the leader in a relationship, and I might be oblivious to some of the abuse I'm imparting on my partner what are some of the things I could do to look inward and be like, I'm fucked up right now? Yeah, I mean, out of control. Only you know where your true north is. Only I know where my true north is. So where are you in your true north? Are you sliding? Are you sliding down the mountain? Are you steadfast? Are you steady? Are you acting out? Are you getting triggered over little things like the trash wasn't taken out? Because that's pretty minor. Yeah, those types of things, you know, you need new dog poop bags and you didn't pick them up from the store, those little things like that, or my clothes aren't ironed. So I think triggered how your reaction is. Are you acting out? Are you drinking more? Are you smoking? Are you gambling? Whatever those things are. are you, only you know yourself. You know, where are you slipping from your true north? Are you no longer, if you're a faithful person, you believe in God, are you not praying, you don't go to church, are you hiding things, are you... Those types of things, I think, we all know when we're not centered. So true. By the way, life is life, and there's a lot going on in life. And so I don't know if we're centered. I'm not perfect every day by far. But, like, there's 10 degrees I can probably exist in. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot that goes on in those 10 degrees. But anything past that, you know, I know when I'm just being a schmuck or not my best self. So if I know that, Someone with as much self-awareness or even a little bit less gots to know that. You know, you're not oblivious unless your head is in the sand or your mouth is in a bottle 24-7 or you're really messed up from PTSD and all of that other stuff. Let's acknowledge the mental and emotional things that some of us don't have control over. But I would also say, you know, have a friend around to check yourself. Mm. So I know I'm deviating. I know I'm 15 degrees off rather than my plus or minus 10 degrees, but it pains me or that person 
to go there, right? Pains, it embarrasses you. I'm just saying, yeah, I mean, like, just as much as I was saying for the person on the receiving end that it's hard to bring it up and talk about it, what mindset does a person have to take on in order to have that first conversation be like, you know what, like, I'm messed up, I'm sorry, or what can I do better? Because that is really the ultimate, right? Like, that is, I think, more powerful than anything if you could just get to that place without prompting and not getting called into someone's CEO's office. Yeah, look, I'm broken. I'm messing up. I don't want to be this person. I don't like it when I act like this. Those types of things. Mm. Imagine if one had that much vulnerability and also love of that person or self-love, whatever, to at least say those words. Like, I need help. I can't do this alone. I want to get better. I don't want to act out like that. Mm -hmm. Those are the signs where there's possibility. Those are the open doors. Other than that, you cannot lead a horse to water. But if you have that much of an opening and a window, which is I want to get help, I need help, I don't want to act like this, okay, let's do something about it. I love it. I know you're an extremely busy woman and we could wrap up here. I want to say thank you. And I'd also like if you could tell anyone any resources that you feel. If if I don't want to use a traditional military resource, there's plenty of them. I'm not saying the military is broken. I'm just saying sometimes it's comfortable to go outside the machine. Where's a good place for people to go or read, even if it's your website, of course? Well, I would say depending on what someone's going through, you know, any 12-step program is going to be good. Like whether or not it's Alcohol Anonymous or Codependency Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous. Like all of those things are good because you're going to be with people that are like you. And what happens when we're either the victims or we're the perpetrators is you feel alone. So being around people that are like-minded, like you, is a big help. So any 12-step program. Obviously, there's something called RAIN, which is, I think, rape, incest, sexual, domestic abuse. There are the hotlines. There's also, like, Gamblers Anonymous. I mean, there's a bunch of things. There are therapists. You can open up, like, I know we don't have phone books anymore, but you can open Mm -hmm. up and just be, like, local psychotherapists in my area. Call them. Do you take a sliding scale? Do you take my insurance? The real deal, the thing I just want to leave people with, because it took me a long time to get this, is like you don't have to suffer alone and you don't have to suffer in silence. And there's so much shame. I know there's shame being a victim of it. I can only imagine what that person is feeling, that person that is on the other side, the perpetrator, whatever you want to call it. That's got to be terrible. It's got to be a terrible feeling to know that you inflicted that on someone else or you've inflicted that on yourself. You know, so all I can say is like, yes, you're going to be afraid. And yes, it's it's terrible. The shame, don't let the shame win. Thank you for listening to The Leadership Locker. For more about us, how we can serve you and for other episodes, please visit richcardonamedia.com backslash podcast. If you liked this episode a lot, or little, please don't forget to subscribe so that way my guests and I can continue to deliver some heat and get you the knowledge that you want. Don't miss an episode. Please join our Facebook group so you get much more exclusive content. Take care.